All right. <laughs> that song was called. I don't even. I should have prepared for this. This is not first pod. First podcast. First solo podcast in a long ass time. And I thought I had the name. I thought I. It's getting off to a terrible start. The song is called "Birds Lament," and it's um, by Moondog off their album "The Viking of Sixth Avenue." Yeah, so let me start by saying I really don't know what the hell I'm doing. Um, I wrote out an outline for this. I have an idea of what I want to communicate or what I want to talk about. I've got material next to me. I've got my vape. I've got my running shoes on. I got a living room, open space. Uh, I just, I don't know, I, I want to try something new. And I didn't know how I was going to start this episode so I, I don't know, I just, I wanted to get my mind in a good space, so I just clicked a song that I liked. So that's how we started, everybody. Welcome to the show. I don't know what this is going to be called or what it's going to be talking about. I'm not sure where it's going to go. I just, I want to get comfortable using my own voice, uh, expressing myself and, and being honest with who I am today. And it's, it's come apparent to me that I, I carry around a lot of baggage, um, a lot of mental or subconscious ways of looking at the world and myself that no longer serve me. And um, the topic that I do want to talk about today is uh, resistance. And to lump up this, uh, I'm going to read some stuff about it, but to just to preface before we start going into it is, I this the simplest way to define it for me right now today is that I, I am literally my own worst enemy. Like I'm, I'm getting thoughts and ways of looking at the world that are causing me harm. And I guess I was inspired to do this today because of what happened to me this week. Uh, I went on vacation and fell into a, a depressive state. Uh, every morning I would wake up after having kind of nightmares. I'd wake up after nightmares in the morning and all these thoughts would be running in my head like daydreaming bullshit, like past projections of ex-girlfriends that I miss and future projections of the dreams I have never happening. And, you know, why do I, why does nobody talk to me? You know, why do I have no messages or calls on my phone? Why all me, just all me shit. And it, it was miserable. And um, it's, it, I let it last for a long time, you know, like I didn't, you know, I, I'm secluded in a beach house, a beautiful beach house with my family who I love, looking at an ocean, and I feel totally alone. And uh, it has a lot to do with a lot of the things I've been feeding my brain over these last <laughs> 31 years, <laughs> um, philosophically, existentially. And, and a little bit about what I've experienced in my life in terms of heartbreak or attachment, whether it be to heroin or uh, alcohol or exercise or writing or music or women, whatever it is, uh, for some reason, I've created a worldview to protect myself. And the goal of this podcast as, as we move forward is to break down that wall, to break down the protections that I've created around myself. So, wow, we're five minutes in? All right, so the, so the idea is, you know, I've been going to a lot of Eating Disorder Anonymous meetings because I relate to 
the behavioral behavioral aspect of what the program implies that I have to be the one to recognize the behaviors that are no longer serving me and not do those. And so today was the first day I woke up where I was going to try to exercise, to schedule exercise and schedule creative work. And I wanted to do an hour of exercise and an hour of writing. But I've been in so much pain internally, I realized after, you know, whatever I think is going to help me, I'm not trusting it anymore. So I spent the morning this morning talking to friends on the phone or not even well, people that gave me their number that are now I feel like are my friends because I called them and I asked for help. I wanted to make sure I didn't continue to dig myself into this hole of, of self-depreciated isolation towards artistic betterment, which is bullshit. Um, there's nothing, you know, there, if I were to say what my goal is today, after having the morning and the few days I've experienced is I just want to enjoy myself again. I want to have fun. I want to feel part of something that, you know, I just want to feel uh, like I have friends and have fun again. And I, and I've been having, I haven't been able to do that. So that's, that's the goal for today. And <laughs> I'm actually kind of having fun right now. Um, I'm probably going to be miserable listening back and listening back to this to edit it to release it, but you know, fuck it. Um, the idea for me right now is to not to live no rules. Like you know, I'd like to not, you know, this turned out to be the creative thing I'm doing today, but it's not going to be an hour. We'll see how it goes. Let's get into it. So we're going to start with uh, Stephen Pressfield's book. Uh, it's called The War of Art. Uh, the subtitle is Break Through the Blocks and Win Your Inner Creative Battles by Stephen Pressfield. And this, you know what, I don't even, I don't think I even want to explain how this book came into my life. But I was, yeah, here's me overthinking shit. I don't think we need to know anything other than the title. I'm just going to go in. Book one is called Resistance, and it's defining the enemy. And for me, the enemy is myself. I am my own worst enemy. And the first page starts with a quote by the Dalai Lama. The Dalai Lama says, the enemy is a very good teacher. And just my first thought after reading that is like, you know, if myself is the enemy, maybe, maybe expressing it and hearing it or getting feedback from other people would help me better understand what it is I'm actually facing, which is, a voice in my head that, that is telling me that I'm meant to be alone and I'm meant to be different. And that's not the case. That's resistance telling me that. So here's resistance's greatest hits. This is the, we're on the second page now. The following is a list in no particular order of those activities that most commonly elicit resistance. One, the pursuit of any calling in writing, painting, music, film, dance, or any creative art however marginal or unconventional. Two, the launching of any entrepreneurial venture or enterprise for profit or otherwise. Three, any diet or health regimen. Four, any program of spiritual advancement. And this one's important for me right now, like the EDA program for me, if I'm not willing to say I need help and reach out to people and do the program, I'm gonna keep feeling miserable. And um, 
that's how this podcast happened today. I thought I thought I would be writing and working on rap music, uh, but it was advised to me by my friend that I should just do something I haven't done and see how it feels. And this is that thing that I chose to do today. So number five, any activity whose aim is to tight, ter- <laughs> this is funny, sorry. Any, any activity whose aim is tighter abdominals. <laughs> so if your aim is to look better, um, resistance is gonna prevent you from doing that. <laughs> All right, six, any course or program designed to overcome an unwholesome habit or addiction. Seven, education of every kind. So let me just rephrase this. I'm kind of lost now. I just want to repeat this. We are giving a list of things that elicit resistance. So education elicits resistance. Um, Programs that help you stop smoking or or help you uh, stop using heroin elicit resistance. Like you'll you'll get resistance when facing those. Uh, Any act of political, moral, or ethical courage, including the decision to change for the better, some unworthy pattern of thought or conduct in ourselves. So that's, that's, that's what I'm facing right now. Like resistance is telling me none of this shit matters. Um, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Now we're here. Nine, the undertaking of any enterprise or endeavor whose aim is to help others. Ten, any act that entails commitment of the heart, the decision to get married, to have a child, to weather a rocky patch in a relationship. And eleven, the taking of any principled stand in the face of adversity. In other words, any act that rejects immediate gratification in favor of long-term growth, health, or integrity, or expressed another way, any act that derives from our higher nature instead of our lower, any of these will elicit resistance. Now, what are the characteristics of resistance? Here's the first characteristic. Resistance is invisible. Resistance cannot be seen, touched, heard, or smelled, but it can be felt. We experience it as an energy field radiating from a work and potential. It's a repelling force. It's negative. Its aim is to shove us away, distract us, prevent us from doing our work. Next topic. Resistance is internal. Resistance seems to come from outside ourselves. We locate it in spouses, jobs, bosses, kids, peripheral opponents, as Pat Riley used to say when he coached the Los Angeles Lakers. Resistance is not a peripheral opponent. Resistance arises from within. It is self-generated and self-perpetuated. Resistance is the enemy within. So to relate to that one, I'm... I, I had an experience about a week ago, two, maybe two weeks ago now, but I was driving and the thought popped in my head to move to LA and it scared the shit out of me. And in that moment, I knew if I, wasn't, if I didn't pull the trigger on what I want to do with my life and actually just took the leap, uh, I would never do it. And, that, and, and I was consumed with fear the whole day and uh, I decided to talk about it, and I decided to share it with my friends and family, and I decided to see if it was uh, if I was being irrational or if if I was being if I was just trying to run, you know. And um, I was afraid it was resistance. I was afraid resistance was telling me to go to LA because I because I don't want to be here anymore. And 
the reason I don't want to be here anymore is because of the way I'm viewing things. And so with this podcast or with, with me reading through this is I, as I really want to do my best to disintegrate um, or move through the resistance so I can actually enjoy my time here. I want, I do want to go to LA. I want to explore. I want to travel. I want to do music. I want to meet new people every day. I want to, uh, it makes my like heart smile just thinking about it, but I want to do it the right way. And I'm in a space right now where my way is, is not the right way. So, um, I'm having, I'm, I'm going to have to work through resistance. So resistance is insidious. Resistance will tell you anything to keep you from doing your work. It'll, it'll tell me the problem is all the, all the meetings and groups and people in the South. It's, it's telling me the South is the problem. It's telling me all this bullshit. It will perjure, fabricate, falsify, seduce, bully, cajole. Resistance is protean. It will assume any form if that's what it takes to deceive you. It will reason with you like a lawyer or jam a 9mm in your face like a stick-up man. Resistance has no conscience. It will pledge anything to get a deal, then double-cross you as soon as your back is turned. If you take resistance at its word, you deserve everything you get. Resistance is always lying and always full of shit. Hence, yeah. Resistance is implacable. I don't know what that word means. If I was, uh, if I was proficient at this, I'd be Googling it up real quick to help define it for ourselves. I'm not gonna, it's in, in place. It's resistance is bad. <laughs> That's what we'll say. Resistance is like the alien or the terminator or the shark in jaws. It cannot be reasoned with. It understands nothing but power. It is an engine of destruction programmed from the factory with one object only to prevent us from doing our work. Resistance is, here's the fuck, here's the word, implacable, intractable, indefatigable, <laughs> and uh, I need to learn how to read. Uh, reduce it to a single cell and that cell will continue to attack. This is resistance's nature. It's all it knows. And I had such a hard time reading that paragraph, I have no thoughts for it of how it relates. I'm moving to the next one. Resistance is impersonal. Resistance is not out to get you personally. It doesn't know who you are and doesn't care. Resistance is a force of nature. It acts objectively. Okay, so I can, just a quick, to me the first thought of is the, the self. Like, myself, things being about me, it's, it's ingrained in our DNA as human beings. It, it reminds me of a David Foster Wallace uh, talk that he gave where he says, he says, uh, um, yeah, I, I can't, I don't even know what he says. I, I can't, it's not coming to my mind right now. Uh, he says some shit about some shit about that. Uh, that it, it basically to be human is to, is to be dealing with, with like the nature of selfishness. Uh, you know, I want, I need blah, blah. So though it feels malevolent, Resistance, in, in fact, operates with the indifference of rain and transits the heavens by the same laws as the stars. When we marshal our forces to combat resistance, we must remember this. 
And on full disclosure, I'm still caught up on that David Foster Wallace quote, and I'm unable to really digest what I just read. So I hope you guys got it. I am still wondering why I can't remember the, one of the, my favorite quotes. And it's tearing me apart. All right. Resistance is infallible. Like a magnetized needle floating on a surface of oil, resistance will unfailingly point to true north, meaning that calling or action is most wants to stop us from doing. We can use this. We can use it as a compass. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> he's, saying, he's saying basically that resistance is going to show up to prevent us from doing the thing um, and that's how and we that's how we know to do the thing. Yes. Okay, we're gonna stumble through this together. We're gonna make it through. Um, we can use this. We can use it as a compass. We can navigate by resistance, letting it guide us to that calling or action that we must follow before all others. Okay, now this one gives me chills because this one has defined my life and has brought me to this fucking shirtless, to be shirtless in my underwear in my parents' living room. This one right here has brought me to this computer. The rule of thumb, the more, and I fucked it up already, hold on. The rule of thumb, I'm giving it too much stock, I think. Maybe it's because it had such stock for me when I read it. But anyway, the rule of thumb is this. The more important a call or action is to our soul's evolution, the more resistance we will feel toward pursuing it. So the more important something is to our soul's evolution, the more resistance we will feel towards pursuing it. Um, and this one relates to me today differently than it did a year ago. Um, I've known for a long time I've wanted to rap. I've known I've wanted to do hip-hop. I've loved it. I'm obsessed with it. I listen to all the good shit. But I've been terrified to even try. Terrified to freestyle. Terrified. You know, I used to do it back when I was using dope all the time. And I used to do it when I was playing football in college. And I just loved it. It was just something I did, but never took anything seriously. Um, and, you know, I ended up falling uh, into a state of psychosis. The psychosis told me I was supposed to be a rapper. I did a bunch of shit that was... I lost my mind. And ever since then, since getting sober, it's been the back in the back of my mind that I want to try again, but I've always been fucking terrified. And so I started with with uh, you know with with little things that I was scared of. I was scared to get on stage, I was scared to play bass guitar in front of people, I was scared to be in a band, I was scared to publish an essay, I was scared to publish a podcast, I was scared to share in a group, I was scared to present at a tech conference, I was scared to design and raise money for an app. I was scared to do all these things. And I did all those things because I wanted to get better at facing off against resistance. But at the end of the day, I've known for seven years that the one thing that I was most afraid of doing was rapping. And last year I went through a really bad breakup and my life couldn't have gotten any worse. <laughs> it was like weeks, weeks in the basement you know, I'm just being sad, just eating tortillas, peanut butter, watching prison documentaries. And I loved watching the prison documentaries because I was, well, it fucked me up. I was watching them and I was like, 
how are how are they happier than me right now? Like I can literally do anything I want. These guys are in prison smiling, talking to a camera, and I can't even imagine what that feels like. And so, uh, I mean, that's just how, that's how fucked I was. And so I was, you know, I spent, a, I spent some time in that basement. I watched a lot of movies about, I learned about the hero's journey. I just was trying to tell myself anything to help me just keep moving through a, an hour at a time, really. It was just uh, immense pain. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to go further into it, but if you've been in that type of pain, you understand. And, and I will say this, though, it, it, it holds nothing, you know, the, the heroin detox is bad, but that's like physically. And, you know, like, you know, if you can, like, just get through it in six or seven days, y you won't be sick. But then the mind starts fucking with you. And, I, you know, I don't know if I can really compare the two, but by <laughs> other than saying they're both miserable and don't fall in love and don't do dope. Those are the only things I no. The goal, no, no, the, on all seriousness, the goal is right now is, is I am in a space where I'm protecting myself because I was hurt so badly and I'm afraid to be open and I'm afraid to let people know I need their help because I don't want to be left again. And, and that's the truth, you know, and it's, it's, um, it's, to give you an example, my hip hop partner, like I'm, I'm afraid I'm afraid of of needing his help because I don't I don't want I want to I don't want him to leave. Um so like I, I just I'm always like I'm aware of it now. I don't know if I can quite explain it further than that, but like it's not that I'm afraid he's gonna leave. I it's like I'm my my behaviors is like I'm doing shit to make it so I'll be good with or without him. And that's a form of protection for myself and it's not healthy and it has to do with, I don't even know how we got on this tangent. Um, it has to do with resistance. It's trying to fucking kill me. And, um, it relates to the soul, you know, the calling, you know, I'm going to repeat the sentence so we can get back on track. But the rule of thumb is the more important a call or action is to our soul's evolution, the more resistance we will feel towards pursuing it. And so when my heart was broken and my life was miserable and it was it hurt to be alive for days and weeks at a time, I just knew it couldn't get any worse. So I'm finally going to face my fear and write a rap song. And I've been doing it. Um, I did it. And um, it helped. But... Uh, you know, I've had some experiences this last year where things I could only dream of. And I have this thing that I love to do that I never thought I'd be able to do. But even that thing is no longer serving me. Today, resistance is, is, is how did he describe it in this book? For me, it's insidious. The resistance for me today is as simple as going to a meeting at 8 o'clock tonight in town. I'm terrified to go. I'm scared. I don't want to. But a friend on the phone today told me, he asked me on the phone, he said, we were like 35 minutes into a conversation where he was peeling back the onion of who I am to the point to where it was uncomfortable. And he asked the question, he says, okay, I'm going to ask you, what are you scared of doing right now? 
if there's one thing, what's the first thing that pops in your head? And instantly I couldn't avoid it. And I said, I'm scared of going to this, this meeting in town. And my heart and my gut started feeling like it wanted to throw up. And um, he was like, that's what you need to do. So that's what I'm facing today. That's my, you know, this is my today. I feel like this is a good ending point because I, I have to face the resistance today. And um, what is it like? It's like 530. <laughs> so in a couple hours, I got to go do what I got to do. And um, I'm doing it because it's important. And it's not important for anything other than I, I believe to be my own growth, my own contentment, my own happiness and fluidity, my comfortability. I want to get better. And um, none of the rap, none of the writing, none of the podcasting, none of the validation, none of the plays on Spotify, none of the praise from friends and family, none of the admiration or nothing even when people like none of the none of the detract nothing nothing's gonna help me nothing's gonna make me feel better and it's it's always gonna be that way no matter if i'm yeah if i'm world touring or just you know having a family um i just it doesn't none of this shit matters i, I just want to be able to be content and present for the people in my life and feel like I, I can enjoy life as it happens. So to do that, I'm going to be moving towards resistance. And, and that's how I'll end it. I'm gonna, I kind of want to end with a song. I don't know what the song is going to be. Well, I'll come back tomorrow and we'll continue. We only got through a few pages of this book, but I think that's kind of how I want to run this thing is, is each day I'll just kind of check in and, uh, read a few pages, kind of check in with how I'm feeling or what's what's been happening and, and just see what happens. But yeah, let's end with a track. I'll pick something um, in the editing process for us to roll out with. But yeah, if you listen, if you got this far, thanks a lot for, for tuning in and for, and for joining me on this, uh, this, <laughs> this show all about me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean... I don't know. I just feel like if, 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 if I'm not going to do something to, to help myself, it's not going to happen. And, uh, and if I could help someone else, uh, uh, it would make me happy. Um, so yeah, if you have any questions, you have any uh, feedback, or if you just want to shoot me a message, to say you've been listening, you know, feel free to send an email to adamaz87 at gmail.com or just, uh, Comment on wherever you found this thing. I don't know if, I, hell, I don't even, I don't know where I'm going to post it, but it'll be up. Let's roll out with some music. I feel like actually I should radio DJ this shit. I'm going to pick something right now and then we're going to roll out to it. All right. Yeah. We're going to go with some Bob Dylan. Uh, this song is called The Man and Me. Uh, and you might remember it or you might know it from the film The Big Lebowski starring Jeff Bridges. It's, it's like the dude's, when I hear it, it reminds me of the dude. It's like the dude's soundtrack. But after listening to it a, a couple of weeks ago, I refound it, rediscovered it. And it, and it you know, I, f I felt it in a way for myself that I hadn't felt before. I've always just kind of looked at the dude when I heard it. But now it kind of has a special meaning for me. So let's roll out for this song. It's called The Man and Me by Bob Dylan.
Get through the man in me. 